Discover your real estate career with Joe Lenz and Stephanie Gordon. So thanks for joining us today. Um, today's topic is a recap of a group that we met with earlier in the week. We talked about traditional versus non-traditional lead generation. And uh, some of the traditional lead generation items are, number one is come into the office. I think not very many of us are able to work from our houses. Uh, but once you get into the into your office, uh, you convince by your presence, the other agents that are there, uh, see you, the people that are using the office see you, and you know actually some referrals start happening and you get a little bit better into the business and uh, business begins to come your way. You've got to make your uh, cold calls, make your, your warm calls, you've got to do open houses, you got to door knock, do your fire drops, your sphere of influence, um, mailings, and th these are just kind of some of the traditional things. And it's not a matter of doing everything, because I think once you do everything, you stop doing something. Um, and what you need to do is to really work on one or two items, become really proficient at that, and, uh, and then you can add to it as well. Uh, some of the other thing is joining clubs and groups. Now, I always say if you're going to join a club or a group, I think that's important. Uh, I belong to Rotary, and as a part of Rotary, that's a great group to belong on. We do a lot of community work. But don't join a club or a group where there's a lot of realtors because, you know, I mean, you're not going to sell to another realtor. Um, make sure you do e-marketing. But your sphere of influence or your biggest asset that we talk about um, is your contact list, you know, and how many people are on your contact list. Uh, and using a CRM or a client relation management tool. Um, and as one of the coaches out there says, you know, what's the best CRM to have? Uh, and it's really the one you use. Um, and so I use a combination of Outlook and a, and a business builder. Um, and depending on how that works and what the target audience is and what I'm sending out is depending on which one that I use. Um, some of the other traditional uh, uh, items are, you know, holding a garage sale. And, a, you know, not a garage sale, but in your farm area, a geographical farm. And I think farms are making a comeback. And they are really important for you to build your reputation and your brand as a realtor working the area and being that person who is uh, an expert in that area. The next thing is, is some data mining and, and using data to help you, uh, whether or not that's your, your notice of default list, your divorce list, um, and we, and, you know, or your, you know, I think when somebody's getting ready to file, uh, put their property into a trust, certain things are going to begin to happen. They're either going to sell it or they're getting ready to do that or positioning themselves. These are all important items and looking at how we're doing that and using that. But again, going back to your CRM as being your biggest asset as a realtor and as a salesperson, having the ability to contact people and being able to control the conversation on what's going on in the marketplace. Um, and being that, that person who tells those stories. The next thing is some of the non-traditional items are, you know, events, uh, doing pop-bys, uh, social media. Social media, you know, YouTube, Instagram, um, those types of, uh, Facebook, you know, those things are great, but that's not the secret sauce um, to the end result. Um, you know, you can't hide behind your computer. You've got to be active in doing that. Um, these posts give you a good um, ability to be recognized uh, and, and a great introduction, but you should also be using these things to, to stay top of mind. But you've also got to be able to make the phone calls, 
make the pop buys, drive buys, and, and working with them in, as important. Some of the other things that we talked about was theater ads, business cards, giveaways, um, you know, open houses, uh, magnets, mobile marketing, um, and those items. But getting back to what is both traditional and non-traditional is answering the phone. And you'll see that on both sides of this column here. And the traditional is like, in the very beginning of real estate, guys like, you know, owners and brokers of real estate companies, we drove business and we still do. We drive business to the up desk and people would sit there up desk and the phones would be answered because we would make sure that the phones were answered um, all day long. And my office in particular, we stayed open from 830 in the morning till 830 at night, seven days a week. And uh, we sat the phones and that's old school. Um, but yet the phones got answered. And we didn't know who was calling at that time either. That's an interesting little tidbit there. We had no idea who was calling. We just saw that the phone was ringing. It was an opportunity to answer the phone and, you know, get their name, phone number, and an appointment. So what are we doing here? Um, so the next thing that happened is agents wanted to have the ability to capture their own leads and have phone calls go to them. So they started putting their phone numbers on their signs and all that. Well, what's happened is is the phones aren't being answered as quickly as they should be to gain contact because, yeah, we're getting some calls from people that are making cold calls to us. So a lot of folks, when they don't recognize the number, they don't answer the phone. Well, that pro could be a prospect for you to on, on a buyer or a seller. And when they get a voicemail from you, a lot of times they don't leave an answer or a, a response or a request at that time. They just hang up and go on to the next person. So I think a tremendous amount of business is lost when we don't answer the phone thinking um, we don't know who the phone number is and we don't want to be bothered at that point. So I really recommend, A, you answer every single phone call that comes in. If it's a salesperson you never want to talk to again, block their call. You just It just took 10 seconds of your time. The next thing is, is answer your phone on every call. When you, when you hang up, establish a contact in your phone with that person. So create a new contact. Who is that guy? That's, that's, that was Fred Flatbush. His phone number is this. And now you've got a contact and why they called. Now you've got something to add to your database, which is, again, your biggest asset to who you can contact as time goes on and return the call. And you can call them at a later date as well. So I think answering the phone is the number one thing in both sides of the equation, non-traditional, traditional, Answering your cell phone, uh, and if you want to put yourself on specific hours, like, you know, 7 in the morning to 7 at night, answer the phone, turn it off, and then that's fine. Um, but just make sure you answer every single call that comes to you. You never know when opportunity is going to strike. So that's a little bit about lead generation, what's traditional. They kind of overflow each other. Um, but again, the big deal is make your contacts, enjoy what you're doing, make your phone calls, set appointments and don't wait for the buyer for your prospects to find their property go out and find it for them so with that again thanks for listening have a great day charge on thanks for listening if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe and then share it with someone you think will benefit from it